0: Hello, good morning, and welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and oh, I so love to come and pray with you as you come to pray with me. I'd like to dedicate today's podcast to a dear friend named Ray. We've known each other since 1997, and God doesn't make any mistakes. He brought us together as friends. We've had each other's backs out here. So, Ray, continue to be my friend and continue to listen to this podcast. Thank you. Listeners, let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Let's talk about these One Minute Inspirations, and they're written by Elizabeth George. Are you nurturing a giving spirit? Are you generous with all your resources? Giving God and people your time is sometimes the most expensive and most appreciated gift you can bestow. Generosity also includes little touches and activities that you can do to brighten someone's day, such as sending a quick note, making a cheery phone call, weeding someone's flower bed, and delivering a bouquet of wild flowers you picked. So, pray and continue to do so because every day we ask God to open our eyes and our heart and to bring knowledge to the needs of others. I consider it fine-tuning my heart to God's word, to God's ways, and God's grace. And with his help, I can meet the needs of others and reach out with his love. So make this one of your goals, listeners, and pray with me. Father, show me the big and little ways that I can share my resources, including my time. Help me think of others before myself when I have free time and some spending money. Amen. Nothing we have belongs to us. It all belongs to God. And yes, He does watch to see if we are good stewards. Okay, the right path. Now, this is nice. It says just relax, go with the flow. We definitely live in a time that honors looseness, but that's not necessarily what being a woman or a man after God's own heart is all about. We're to be the righteous saints of a righteous God. And that doesn't mean we're perfect, but we are righteous in Christ. By one man's obedience, many will be righteous. Romans 5, verse 19. So listeners, this means that we are to be honorable, trustworthy, and follow God's precepts, even if that means running counter to the easy way or the popular way you know, of doing things. God wants us to walk in his paths and he tells us in his word how to do it. He also clearly spells out what he considers right and wrong. How blessed, how blessed we are to have a God who cares for us and guides us. And all of the instruction is in our Bible. Make sure you keep your Bible with you and keep your Bible open. Pray with me. Gaze up to the heavens. Jesus, give me the courage to stand up for you and what you say is right. Remind me that you are my guide so that I don't get caught up in something or choose to ignore a situation that doesn't honor you. Amen. And praise God, listeners. I am so glad you are God's friend and that you have the promise of his blessings in your life. In Psalm 16, verse 1, David says to God, You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. God will never ever fail you or change his mind about you. In his loving care, you have a shelter in the storm and a haven when life bats you around. In his loving care, you can have a generous heart because he provides abundantly. Psalm 23 is an affirmation of what you know to be true. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let us praise his holy name. Jesus, I praise you. You've given me astounding gifts and provided far and provided (laughs) for <laughs> and watched over me in countless ways. You are so wonderful, so powerful, so mighty, and so everlasting. And you love me. How amazing. Amen. Stay put, listeners. We've got more coming right back with God's strength for each day as true christians we cannot sin and then ignore it we cannot fail to care that we have disobeyed god we know that sin offends him and separates us from him so we will not disregard our sinful behavior however there is a difference between caring about the fact that we sin, and feeling condemned about it. Listeners, I want you to understand today that feelings of guilt and condemnation will steal your joy and your inner strength, and they will hinder you from fulfilling God's purpose for your life. God does not want you to obsess over every mistake that you make, or beat up, for your, beat up on yourself when you sin. According to Romans 3.23, everyone sins. So you will sin at times. Learning to deal with your sin appropriately is most important. Jesus shed his, bu- his blood on the cross as payment in full for our sins. Our past, present, and future sins. He makes total forgiveness possible, and all you have to do is repent of your sin and receive His forgiveness. He wants you free and strong, and He knows that forgiveness will help you live that way. So don't wallow in guilt listeners and condemnation when you sin. Simply repent, accept His forgiveness and then keep moving forward with Jesus. Father, I want to remain sensitive to care about the fact that I sin sometimes and to be quick to repent. But because of Jesus' work on the cross, I will no longer, no longer feel condemned. Amen. Amen. You know, it is sad when we read that God regretted making Saul king. I don't ever want the Lord to say that he regrets anything that he entrusts to me. And I am sure that you feel the same way. So each day we must do what we believe pleases God and never allow the fear of other people to cause us to sin. When we stand before God at the end of our lives on earth, I am sure that we want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. So listeners, come and share your master's happiness. You can read Matthew chapter 25. At the end of my life, Lord, I don't want to have any regrets. I don't want to give God one reason to have regrets either. So, let's commit to do everything we do in the most excellent way that we can do it. Always behaving in ways that we believe will glorify God. Father, I am so sorry. If I have given you reason to regret anything concerning me, help me live for you and always put a smile on your face with my behavior and my choices. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to stand firm. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Amen. Hallelujah. Many believers feel called to do certain things to serve God or to help other people, and they may be called to ministry as a profession, or they may also be called to honor God and to help others in various other professions or in ways that do not involve a career. They try to do what they believe they should do, but find that the right opportunities never come along for them. Doors that need to open for them seem to stay shut. One reason this happens to people is that they are able, but not stable. In other words, they have the skills and gifts they need, but they do not have the maturity. They don't have the character or emotional stability that will be required to do what they feel called to do. Paul urges the Corinthians to stand firm and not to let anything move them. So this means that they were to be strong and remain committed to what they knew was right and to refuse to allow difficulties or perplexities to make them doubt their calling or to stray from what they needed to do. And the same goes for us listeners We are to be strong. We are to remain committed to what we know is right. And we are to refuse to allow difficulties or perplexities to make us doubt or stray from what we need to do. If you are eager to serve God and others but feel you keep running in the roadblocks, well, then you should ask God to help you stand firm and then let nothing, and I mean nothing, move you. He wants you to fulfill his call on your life and to enjoy doing it. Pray with me. Father, help me stand firm. And not allow anything to move me as I seek to serve you and help other people. In Jesus' name, amen. And right now, don't let anything allow you to move. Stay right there. We've got more, more prayers coming right up. Okay, I admit I was scrolling Instagram last night, but I came across a gem that I just had to share with you. Listeners, we are gifted. We are chosen, we are selected, we are hand-picked by God, we are gifted. And here's what I saw, it says you have to be careful How you handle someone who is gifted. Because when someone is gifted, I don't care what kind of pit you put them in. They will get out of it. I don't care what kind of lie you tell on them. They will get out of it. I don't care what kind of prison you put them in. They will get out of it. I am talking to people who have gotten out of stuff raise your hand. They've gotten out of stuff that people put you in that you thought you would not get out of but because of the level of the gift that is down inside you, you got out of it. I don't care how deep the pit is cuz sooner or later God would get you out of it. I don't care how deep the lies are pretty soon God would get you out of it. I don't care how deep the pit is. God is going to get you out of it. I don't care if you are put in prison because after a while, you'll be running the prison because you are gifted. Only one thing you can do. You can take my coat but you can't take my gift. You can take my clothes, but you can't take my gift. Here, you can have my watch, but you can't take my gift. My gift is not my watch. My gift is not my shoes. My gift is not my clothes, My gift is not my car. My gift is my relationship with God. And there is no way you can have my gift. Amen. And here's some uh, promises of God. You know, there's 199 promises in the Bible. And here's a few of them. Matthew chapter 6 verse 14. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. John chapter 15 verse 8. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. 2 Chronicles 30 verse 9. For the Lord your God is gracious and merciful and will not turn away his face from you if ye return unto him. Romans chapter 8 verse 15 For ye have not received the spirit or bondage again to fear but ye have received the spirit of adoption where we cry, Abba, Father. Matthew 18 Verse four: Whosoever therefore shall humble himself, as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of, kingdom of heaven. Amen. Let's hit In Touch Magazine for a quickie. <laughs> okay, and they are saying. that the metamorphosis of a crawly caterpillar is amazing. It disappears into a chrysalis created by its own body, and before long, a delicate, graceful, winged butterfly emerges. Our change at the moment of salvation, listeners, is more radical and miraculous. From a death-bound, sinful, depraved heart, God brings out a brand new creature, one that's forgiven and made righteous, in whom his Holy Spirit takes up residence. But if we've been miraculously transformed after trusting Christ our Savior, why do we still struggle with sin? Hmm...
1: The answer
0: is that even though we now have a new nature that's been created in righteousness and holiness of the truth, we remain in fallen fleshly bodies, which are subject to sin, sadly. As long as we're on earth listeners, there will be ongoing battle between the spirit and the flesh Throughout our life, God is conforming us into the likeness of His Son. His indwelling Spirit helps us combat sin, and it teaches us to live righteously. This process is called sanctification, and it is something that will last until we are called home to heaven. Thankfully, as we yield to the Spirit, our behavior and thinking will be transformed as well. Let me repeat that. As we yield to the Spirit, our behavior and thinking will be transformed as well. Praise God for sanctification. Wow, when we come back, God's going to whisper in our ear, cannot wait to hear what he has to say. Stay right there. From the book, He Whispers Your Name. Today's topic is Trapped in Troubles. This is God whispering. It happens unexpectedly. Suddenly, you find yourself weighed down and worn out with no way of escape. It's easy to succumb to the worries of life and drown in despair, but there's no reason why you should. I am here, a ready help in times of trouble There's no reason to feel trapped within your troubles. My promises will give you the strength you need to rely on my grace. I know it's not easy to rely on me. You wanna trust in what you see, but it is your faith in me, the unseen God, that will guide you through the obstacles of life, assured, of my presence and power at all times and in all ways. It's easy to feel as though I'm not there and I simply don't care. You want visible proof that I am beside you. You want your faith to take sight. You need me to show my face and I will. Just seek it. Don't allow your pursuit and desire for my hand to get in the way of simply and continually seeking me alone. My hand will move in due time as your faith moves my heart. Luke twenty-one thirty-four. be careful. Your hearts will be weighed down with the anxieties of life, and that day will close on you suddenly, like a trap. Amen. And from Pray More. Genesis, chapter 45, verse 8. It wasn't you who sent me here, but God. The Old Testament, Joseph easily could have considered himself a victim of his circumstances and the people in his life. He could have blamed his brothers for throwing him in the pit and selling him to traders. He could have blamed Potiphar and his wife for his imprisonment. He could have blamed the baker and the wine bearer for leaving him to dream in the dark dungeon. But he never did instead he persevered believing that god the ruler of the universe was with him would protect him and would tr- excuse me and would turn his trials into triumphs and so he did how your outlook can change if you realize that all things all people All situations, both wonderful and awful, are part of God's plan for your life and that he will be with you through it all. Let me repeat, it's powerful. If you change your outlook to realize that all things, all people, all situations, both wonderful and awful, are part of God's plan for your life and that He will be with you through it all. Wow. Woo! Only through the enlightened eyes of your faith will you see God's caring hand in the world's darkness. Listeners, Pray with me, thank you God, for working out your good will in all things and sticking with me through it all. Alleluia. He sticks with us through it all. Amen. Thank you for coming to pray with me. We did it again. These blessings are coming left and right. You don't have to dodge them. Just open your hands and receive them. Jesus loves you. I love you. Donate to the podcast if you can. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.